Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right there, honky tonk. Oh, you haunted. That's something entertaining. Hello there. You do sound a bit... Good afternoon. Spooky, this. I don't know how to react on these. This is my new broadcasting style. Are you going to do it all through the... Yes, I may well do that. Well, that's a shame. That really is a shame. Do you not think it could catch on? No, I don't. Is it annoying It might catch on to advertise like a powdered potato or something. To give it a more sort of, gra- you know, it's a weak thing, isn't it? Try smash. Yeah, or powdered milk. With your peas. Yeah, it just might get to the kids. Oh, oh, oh. Frighten the kids, you draw the kids in, they're drawn to it like a lure. Two but, months away and I come back acting the twat. Yeah, well, tell Sorry you what, I'm, we've been away two months. I've been off fishing. Yep. And I've got a terrible cold. I'm sorry to hear that. You've preempted. The question that I was planning to ask you next. How's your health, Bob? Really bad at the moment. Is it, Bob? Yeah, I've got... Some people call them colds, and that's if they're comfortable with that. That's fine. But I'm going to call this particular one... Um, I'm going to say that I've got the Gregory... No, the Jeffrey virus. Oh, that sounds... Is it Jeffrey with a G-E-O or a G? It's a G, like Jeffrey Boycott. Right, that's G, very nasty. Or Jeffrey of Rainbow, for example. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's a... It's a oh, I wonder if I could do a Jeffrey boycott. Not, not, not Prince Jeffrey, the the um, Saudi prince who had two super yachts. One was named Tits, yeah, and the other one was named Tits too. Sorry for interrupting there. Hold you were on saying a Jeffrey boycott. Is that a true story? What true story. And what was his name? Prince, prince Jeffrey with a J. And was the tits in English tits, or was it because he, it was a different language? So it was tits to us. I but, think so it he, was. I think it was tits. To, it was universal tits. Yeah, it was. I think he. Saudi, I think they do speak a fair smattering of English hmm. among the the royally. There can be misunderstandings and um, tomfoolery with the names of boats. You know, me mate uh, Vic, yeah, bought a boat, not a yacht, a boat, and it was called uh, Ank Ank Anchor. I don't know if it was the Anchor or Anchor, right? And some local put a W in front <gasps> of the. Uh, so that was like um, dockside humour. Some chancer. I like army humour. Yeah, you know very much so, and I like I like quayside humour. D- army or all of the military? No, Navy I like the humor, army humour. Just the army. The navy humour is a bit fruity for me. It's a bit coarse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like and air the, force humour. Well, they say there is no humour in the air force because of the height. It's, I think it's height. Yeah, it and probably it's is. Intense yeah, intense training. It? You need to be concentrating on staying in the fucking air rather than yeah the cracking f- jokes. Now, Andrew, we're waffling on like a lot of podcasts do. Right. It seems to be working. No, well, oh. it might, it's not working for the audience. I'm sure. Oh. I want to. Inter- I want to get more onto a more funky, chic style. Oh. start by um, looking at some sounds from Sunderland. All oh, right. right, here we go. And these yeah. are sounds from a funeral. 
in Sunderland, yeah? Just, right. you know, like, fly on the wall. Yeah, listen bit morbid. To, listen to the mourners. Okay. Right, so here's the first thing that I heard. I was a reed pro on his vape like I'll miss the plumes he used to make by the bins outside of Asda. Well, I've never known a man who could fit so many dogs in his pram and still make it look effortless. I would always borrow your spare 50p if you needed dippers or tabs for one nippers. We are gathered here today to remember Ken, the Sandeel Watson. Can someone get that Alsatian out of the fucking font, please? <coughs> he leaves behind his beloved pit bull Keegan and two nippers, Callum and Colum. Neither can be here today, sadly, because they've OD'd on their Ritalin. So there's a little window. Yeah. Into a few Sunderland funeral. Offensive on two levels, that Bob. First level. Racism. No, they're Sunderland people aren't a race. I think you'll find we are. Second they've level. They've got quirky looks, but they're not a race. I think you'll find we're, we're a, a distinguished Second race. Second level. Second yeah. level, nobody in Sunderland would have a dog called Keegan. Why that would be a Newcastle thing. All right, so I misheard that. Yeah, I misheard you, that. You definitely misheard that because you were definitely at a Sunderland funeral, weren't you? Yeah, cause it was probably Regan because, like, your Sunderland lads probably like it. What was Regan? He was in. What? Regan was the Sweeney, wasn't it? The Sweeney, yeah. yeah. Well, there you are. There's where it's come from, innit? Well, you, you dug yourself out of that hole. Do you want a name? Skillfully. Do you want a name, Sweeney? Have you got some choices for me? Well, you could be Johnny Sweatshirt Parker. <laughs> yeah? yeah, go on. He sits at home all day watching Nickelodeon and eating chickpeas. Yeah. Right? Has one tod a day which he sells to the gypsies to use as screeding, right? His famous sweatshirt is brown with a picture of a potato on it. Okay. So that you imagine him with his sweatshirt. It's quite watch, a flamboyant character. Watching Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. What about Gary Lighthouse? Oh, I like the sound of him well, already. You're going to like it even more when I say he works as a spy for Vision Express. I'll take it. Do you want to hear me out or are you just taking it? I'm taking it, but you can give us the rest. <laughs> so he like is a, he goes into spec servers, boots and all them, checking out the style and then their offers and that like, you know? Loving it. He once punched a sparrow mid-flight, yeah? Yeah. And had it stuffed minus its beak, right? He just stuck a little crab claw onto the front of its face as really? the beak. So that's, that's Gary Lighthouse's little thing. You're making a note of that, eh, Andy? I'm, I'm Googling how to change your name by deed poll. And you're changing it too? Whatever it was, Gary what? Gary Lighthouse. Shakespeare. Gary Lighthouse. Gary Lighthouse. I've just filled in the form now. Hey, Andy. Gary Lighthouse. I got a bit excited about this. because It's some... been taken. Has it's it? It's been taken. Yeah. Someone sent me, so bear with me. Somebody sent me, I'll find it here, bear with me. Somebody sent me, they sat next to Barry Homeowner on the train. <laughs> and they sent me it. So will I be able to play it here? Oh, they've got a recording. They've recorded. He's on his phone in the tube, yeah. Go for it, yeah. Listen up, see what you think. Hi, hi, is that Sarah? What's up? Chabella, Bonito, Franco. Wow, you sound like you're in Debenhams. It's a fabulous shop. I love the vibe in there. And the explosion of colour in the haberdashery section. Yeah, you're in M&S. Yeah, I love it. I love that store. Best Cheetos bar none. And the self-service tills are an ergonomic dreamscape. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm on the tube traveling underground at great speed. Yeah, listen, gorgeous. I'm having a dinner party around at mine next Thursday. Who is this? It's Barry. Barry, homeowner. We met at the conservatory in Velux Window Fair on Saks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cream Chinos and the Ben Sherman. Cloths of the Gods. 
So there you go. Anyone that think sounds that? exactly like the actual Barry homeowner. Well, I believe it. I think yeah. it probably is. So thank you. If anyone else comes across him, send it in. I'll use it. Very good. I'm just, can I just see you looking really suave? I think the word is today. You've got your you've got your, your tennis headband on there. Yeah. Around your forehead. Yeah. And it's got I am not Bjorn Borg. Well, yeah, that's written the on the joke. front. Yeah. In case anyone thinks that you might be Bjorn Borg. Yeah, I don't really think people think I'm Bjorn Borg. Have you noticed it's is leather it, though? Is leatherette. It, it is. Is it quirky, yeah. quirky Christmas humour? That is. It's it? kind of office humour, you know. What yeah. I mean? um, Secret Santa job was it? Yeah, I'm just wearing it to keep my hairpiece on. Well, it's working. Thank you. It's just slipping down over your eyes there. Just know, push it up it a little that. bit. <laughs> have you got anything? Because I've got a new feature. Do you want? Have you got something you want to uh, uh, tell me about? I Andrew? want to point out that I've forgotten your jumper, which you left behind at the last live show that you we have, did. You have, yeah. I, I saved that jumper for you. I rescued it. Yeah. I didn't need to, but I did. No, you stole it, and then you got a guilty conscience. Kind of like that, yeah. But if anyone listening wants to come around to mine and say Bob's jumper, just uh, drop me a line on Twitter, but you're not allowed to touch it's it. It's a two in it from Sainsbury's, I think. I think it's an Atlantic. It might be an m Oh, that's m yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad jumper. It's seen better days. Yeah, it's a bit tight you, around my guts. It, you've had it for, what, a good 15 years, I reckon, by the looks <coughs> of it. I've had it for... How's your health? Oh, man, I'm so bad at the moment. <laughs> Let me move on, Andrew, if you don't mind. Tantalise us with this new feature, Bob. It's called Santi Cazola's Laughing Emporium, right? So that's interesting, isn't it, Andy? It's off to a flying start, Because Santi yeah. Cazola's the little cute Arsenal midfielder. He is. Barrel-chested. Permanently injured. Permanently injured at the moment. Oh, wish him well, hope he gets oh, better God, soon. Oh, God, we do, yeah. But So my eldest son lives in Finsbury Park, right, near the um, Arsenal ground. Oh, he's left home? Yeah. Don't blame him. And he told me that Santy had bought one of the shops under his block of flats, right? And it's called Santy's Laughing Emporium. Right. It's one of those shops, you'll know him, Andy, that sells a little bit of fancy dress, joke masks and outfits, wrapping paper, yeah. spiritual shit, little toys, daft gifts. Do you know that sort of place? Caper, yeah. Yeah. Well, son tells me Santy's usually working there on Thursdays, so I decide to pop down, see what's going on. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm always interested in this sort of thing. <laughs> Well, I go in there, it's got old-fashioned counter, and there's Santi, his head's just visible, poking up over the counter, yeah? Right. He says, hey, laughter seeker, welcome to Santi's Laughing Emporium. <coughs> Sorry about the cold. I got balloons, masks, fancy dress, itchy dick powder, <laughs> paper plates, Rizzlers, hula pipes, slinkies. I got spice and black mamba. If it's party time, I love to party. I say, oh, thank you, hello, Santi. Um, no, do you mind if I just have a look round? I'm looking for something fun to get for me son. Your son, he like to laugh. I love to laugh. <laughs> I love to laugh. Your son, he sounds like me. Always laughing. You should try the joke section. That's as funny a section of a shop you'll ever see in the UK. It's got a lot of things conducive to hysterics. If that section don't make you laugh, then truth is you don't love to laugh. 
bitch. So I, I'll pretend to laugh a bit. He's obviously really keen. He's you know. bang into it, isn't he? So I go off and have a browse around. Well, just then Metip Ozil comes in, yeah? Okay. Um, Santi, hey, Metip, you lunatic. Take those jokey eyes out. They make you look seasick. Ha <laughs> only joking, just for laugh. I love to laugh. How can I help you, Metip, creature of the sea? <laughs> Metip says... Um, Jack, he's, re- he's right at London. I remember he's on telly good Gunas. Do you, what is German? German? Like, Jack Wiltshire sent me... No? I don't know. Well, come on, what's, oh, st- what's German? D- d- this is right. this is German. Jack Wiltshire sent me down for a packet of acid sugar. I don't know what this is. Good. Can good. you help, Santi? Of course I can help. It's crazy powder for party time and mind bend. You look like you live on it, Metip. I'm just saying that for a laugh. Metip says, you love to laugh. I should do 24-7. My wife says I even laugh in my sleep, but that's okay because she loves my laugh. My wife never laughs. Too busy listening to me laugh, I expect. (laughs) Santi grabs a pack of acid sugar. It's one of these, you know... Street illegal legal guys oh, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. He says, "There you go. I need ID, please." So Metip gets out his driving license and shows it to Santi. Hey, some mistake here, Metip. This ID appears to belong to a frog. Because <laughs> the photo, you know, he's like, he says, "Ha ha! Only for a laugh did I do that." <sighs> it's you I can tell from the gills. <laughs> Why you not laugh, Metip? Do you not love to laugh? He says, "I." I am not a frog nor an aquatic. I don't believe for one moment that you thought there was the case. There is no laughter scenario here. You're right, Metip. You're a man of wisdom. Now get out of my fucking shop and tell Jack to come and fetch it himself and he'd better have his laughter head on. So Metip leaves, you know. I select a scary, you know those scary bald old man masks? Yeah. I walk to the counter wearing it because I reckon Santi will like it for a laugh. So I go, stick them up and over the cash. Well, Santi picks up a baseball bat and knocks me out cold. Uh. Right, when I come round, Santi's there. He says, hey, sorry, mate. I know you were attempting humour to encourage the laughter that I love, but that Ozil is such a prick. I got and had a bad mood and you took the consequence. I say, yeah, stick him up. <coughs> ha, ha, as it were, you know. He says, ah, you love to laugh. You're like me, I love to laugh. That's 19.99 for the mask. And I laugh, like, but he doesn't, Andy. Yeah. So that's the debut of that feature. Yeah? You know? Do you think that'll come back for another? I don't know. Like, I, could, I just don't know, Andrew. Andrew, I don't we, know. We, I didn't feel good when I was doing it. We we could put it to a vote maybe on Twitter and see what the people think. Yeah, I suspect the worst. I've been working on a new laugh over the last couple of months. Let's hear it. <coughs> oh, aye, all right. <coughs> and, um, so give us a sentence and then do it so I can judge it in context. Give, you, I'll give you a sentence. Oh, do you want me to do Well, something? you're going to make me laugh. Oh, right. I mean, you, you notice I didn't use it during that last piece that you did. Yeah, no, you didn't, did you? But, but... Maybe if you say something funny throughout the podcast, I'll, 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 oh, I'd like I'll to deploy hear it. it. Yeah, okay. Um, I've got some questions for you, Bob. Uh, they're right. not from children or anybody like that. They're from me. Yeah. And they're from the heart. Yeah. Uh, question one. It's been announced this week that ricicles are to be discontinued. Right. Do you have a favourite memory of ricicles, Bob? Uh, not particularly. I'm very fond of them. They're lovely and sweet. 
Have you had them in the last 20 years, though? Have they took the sugar off? They took the sugar out about 20 years ago. So they're just a rice crispy. Massively tits up. They're a rice crispy with an unpleasant aftertaste. Yeah, I don't want to get all Michael McIntyre on it and all that, but they've done the same to sugar puffs. Have they? I've not had sugar puffs for a while. Can sugar puffs still alter the smell of your urine? I think they do, yeah. They do still. Well, that's that's what you buy them for, isn't it? Well, that's something, yeah. Question two. One egg or two, Bob? Two. Two eggs. Oh, hold on a minute, though. Hold on a minute. One egg, if it's fried... Two eggs if it's poached or boiled. So just said. Only one fried egg? And if I'm scrambling three. Ooh. I'd never have two fried eggs. Would you not? Yeah, I'm not a lunatic, Andrew. Oh, I'd do two fried eggs. No problem. <coughs> um, and the final question I've got for you. Um, an update on the state of your tits yeah. in relation to your intake of IPA. American yeah. IPA, I think it was, wasn't it? Have you had them measured recently? I, I, I haven't had them measured recently. I've got a caliper, though. Um, right, and I think I've probably I have cut down a little bit. I'd say they've grown by two mm. That's millimeters. That's UK millimeters. UK millimeters. Right. Yeah, yeah. I only use them now. I don't use the euro millimeters. But that, that's that's in it. Well, of course, Brexit in it. That's so a, that's, that's two million estimate. about three months estimated. Yeah. Right. So it could be two millimeters either way, couldn't it? I suppose it could. It could, have. could be zero. I doubt they've shrunk. I do. To be honest well, with that's you. That's true. They're not have shrunk, will they? <coughs> so you laughed at yourself then? Yeah. Oh, I see how it works. Right now, I'm currently enjoying uh, what I'm liking to call shaving mania. It's basically uh, anything I can get my hands on that's got a hair on it. I'm using a razor from Harry's to shave it and make it as bald as I can. I'm on steroids, I'm on testosterone so I can grow a beard as fast as possible just so I can shave it off. My entire body is completely smooth at the minute because I'm just crazy for Harry's razor blades. And you can support our podcast, Athletico Mints, by going to harrys.com slash athletico and you can claim a trial Harry set for three ninety five. Now, the Harry's story is about two best friends, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with being overcharged for razors. And what they did, they started their own razor company called Harry's four years ago and they've made shaving better for over three million guys in America. Um, it's a mail order thing, a subscription thing, and you can try it for just £3.95. You'll get a, a razor handle, a high-performance razor head with five German-engineered steel blades. That's not rubbish. It's German-engineered, like you know, like a BMW or something. And you get shaving gel and a travel blade cover, all delivered to your door, £11.50 worth of value for just £3.95. Get on it now. Go to harrys.com slash athletico, and I'm off to go and shave a dog. It's time, Andrew, for Gangs of the EPL. (coughs) (coughs) Went up to Newcastle. Man United match the other week in Manchester, yeah? Yeah. About two weeks back. I had VIP tickets. Parked up at Booths near the BBC in Salford. Do you know Booths? I've heard of it, but I've never visited one. It's like called the Waitrose of the North. It's they like fucking upmarket. love it up there, don't they? Yeah, the oh, Northwesterners. Yeah. So it's a nice stop show. I thought I'd go in and get um, a nice pie and a lump of pocket cheese, you know, for the match. Like. Yeah. Right. So I got to the cheese counter, and the bloke in front of me, big bloke in front of me, is just saying, "Do you have a nice pale cheddar, as pale as Kate Blanchett at the palest, drinking milk in a snowstorm?" Da. It's Dara O'Brien. Uh-huh. He's there, yeah. So I say, hello, Dara. I see you're buying a bit of cheese. That's a, a nice thing to purchase. He says, all right, Bob. Say, do you know how to handle a dangerous cheese? K. 
carefully. He says, what do you, would you call a cheese shop in the Middle East? Cheeses of Nazareth. And what cheese would you use to hide a small horse? Mascarpone. Right? Well, I didn't want to hear any more fucking cheese jokes, no. Andrew. You know what I mean? So I sort of said me goodbyes and I just got a pack of... Cathedral City cheese slices. Do you know them? Nice. Oh yeah, it's a nice. Yeah. You can get a five pack. It's a reliable pack. cheese. Isn't yeah, it's it? good, tasty. Every day cheese. Well, so I go to the hot pie counter. They have a lovely hot pie, hot food counter. Greg Wallace is there, isn't he? Right, must be doing some at the Beeb. He says, "I'll have a large steak and kidney, you Herbert." Boing. <laughs> And um, bloke says, I'm sorry, we're sold out. There'll, there'll be about another 20 minutes. He said, 20 minutes, you clean... Well, 20... <laughs> 20 minutes, you cleaning a giraffe first or something. Boiled onions! <laughs> Greg, he says, I, says, bloke says, we don't do boiled onions, sir. He says, I don't want boiled onions. I want a steak and kidney. You terrific shit. <laughs> Bloke says, we don't have steak and kidney at the moment. And no, that goes on. Well, it's steak and kidney I wanted, Andrew. Right. That's right. So I just leave and pick up, I pick up a black pudding, you know, just right. so I've got some pocket meat for the yeah, match yeah. and that, you know what I mean? Make me way around to the ground. Uh, going you say to... meat, but it's blood, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. It's, it's just blood, isn't it? It's animal byproduct. Well, I just noticed that was tasty, isn't it? Nice. I like it cold. I digress there. Sorry, Bob. So... Uh, Make me wait at the VIP entrance. Just go to my seat. Match, and there's no one next to me, but just as the match starts, Peter Beardsley sits down next <laughs> oh, to me, right? Yeah. I say, oh, all right, Peter. He says, don't on the swells on me living room carpet when I noticed the terrible smell coming from the floor. It was like a mixture of like, John, John and me and uh, like, you can get from tuna sandwich sardines, you know. I said, oh, I'll try to change the subject. I said, do you think you got a, a chance today and that? He said, no. I went into the cupboard on the stairs where there's no carpet so I can get easy access and lifting up my floorboard using a massive spoon that me and my son used to play garden football uh, can't use it again. Can't use the garden. Not much now, because the Albanian fella next door was cooking carp and a very long, thin purple vegetable that stinks to high heaven. Oh, fuck yes. I said, hey, 2 1, 2 1 United, I reckon. Doesn't switch, it doesn't, you know, bring him out of it though. Yeah. Anyway, I'm shone the torch down in uh, the underneath area and put my nose down to have a look, but I couldn't see anything but an uh, old exercise book from his gun school, from his son's school. I picked it up and I saw it written on the cover, you know, things like Sunbird Ragul. I love Wendy Thomas and that, and the only thing inside the book was a little poem that he'd written. It said, Please don't judge me by my dad. Whatever I am, I'm not that that sad. Please don't compare me to him. Whatever I am, I'm not that man. So that made me really upset. So I just went back there staring at the carpet, like, and eventually the smells faded as I got used to it, and I was able to enjoy the swells. 
just for a thought for a moment, I saw the face of Jesus, but I won't tell my wife now because she's gone right off him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wanted to watch the match, Andy. Christ, so I had enough of this. So I went up the back bit and went behind the glass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I could. Well, it was a decent game. Afterwards, I'm in the players' lounge, so as normal, I get myself a pint and I go to the toilet to sit on the pot in peace and quiet, yeah. you know. Yeah. I've hardly taken a sip when in walks Phil Jones, right? I knew because I popped my head over the top and I can see him. He's folding up sheets of bog roll, right? right. And then, like, flicking water at them, right? And he's muttering to himself, Oh, out great grade late right oh, oh, this is late gradely. oh my days what have I done so I pop out because he looks a bit upset say alright Phil what's up kidder Early, hello Mr. Mr. Mortimer I'm in a late pickled egg Zlatan's on the pot and it's my turn to polish his anus after he's done uh, thing is his hole is a bit sore at the moment because he's been on holiday so I was meant to bring moisturised tissue, but I forgot, so I'm trying to wet this bog roll, but it just disintegrates, and Zlatan, jolly willing Zlatan, will kick seven shades out of me. I said, look, Phil, don't panic, man. The last thing you should do, don't panic. I've got an idea, right? Do you want to hear it? He says, yes, please! I said, I've got these cheese slices, you know. You could use them. Because they'd feel lovely and smooth and yeah. rewarding against his button, like, wouldn't yeah, they? Definitely. What do you reckon? He says, thank you! <laughs> well, at that moment, Zlatan marches out of his cubicle with his pants down, right? Touches his toes with his beak. Yeah. Wipe my anus till it sparkles and be careful, I'm just back from holiday. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Phil works away is not, you know, carefully with the cheese slices. And Zlatan seems really content, you know. That tiny bit of blood coming off onto the cheese, Ooh. but so far, so good. Zlatan says, oh, that is very rewarding. Phil says, thank you. Suddenly, in walks JJ Shelby, right? Yeah. He's got his short black cape on and his dancing cane and his yeah. top hat, right? And now, how do I remember this voice? Well, it's like that. Vampire man. Well, well, well. <laughs> I smell the sweet nectar of adult blood. Move aside and let me quench my thirst. I'm not one to look a gift horse in the face. And with that, JJ clamps his mouth around Zlatas' anus and starts to suck. And oh, so, so, I'm sorry. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> and, and look at it, right? Because of the cheese. No, because of the blood. Oh, yeah, of course. Because yeah. it was slightly bleeding, because he'd been on holiday. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So he Jeez, says... doesn't make any better. So Zlatan says, oh, that's super, Phil. I can tell you're getting into every nook and cranny. It's like being on holiday again. Oh, bloody hell. JJ says, this drink's like a fine age port, <laughs> but oh, I man. need a stronger flow. I didn't come to your country to dine on the dregs. And with that, is this too much? I might disassociate myself from it at the end. Keep going, though. And with this, he sinks his teeth into Zlatan's um, point. (laughs) Zlatan cries out with pain and rises up like a big bear, you know. But JJ's clamped on and won't let go. Zlatan thrashes about a bit, but he's eventually taken down to the floor. You know, like it's a bit like when a lion takes down a buffalo, you know. Just won't let go. Phil kicks out at JJ, but JJ grabs his leg and sinks his nails into Phil's calf. 
My father was an adult wolf, and my mother was part hen. Feel the pain of their claws, which I have inherited. And blood starts coming from Phil's calf. Phil says, do something, Mr. Mortimer. This is fucking awful. Suddenly I remember. Not wrong. I've got to, I've got the black pudding in my pocket. So I take blood. it out and waft it about. Yeah. Because of blood sausage, right? Nice one. So sure enough, JJ starts sniffing the air. <laughs> and then he sees the pudding. Give me that blood sausage. I must have it. It's doing my head in. And your wafting is making it more intense. Leave it out. Is it from Boots? I say, yeah. <laughs> nice. What's the sell-by on it? Says five days away, mate. JJ gets up. I must have it. Give it to me and you may leave without consequence. I say, look, these two are bleeding. I'm not leaving you to finish them off. They need a medic. <laughs> a medic. You sound a right soft cunt. Just give it me and be on, my, <laughs> be on your way, my short friend. <coughs> So I think really quickly, right, just as he's upon me with his hand reaching out for the sausage, I throw it out of the window, right, and he throws himself out after it. The last I see is him gently floating down to the concourse with his cape flapping and acting like wings, you know. So I help Phil and Zlatan up and take them discreetly, like, yeah. to the medical room and hand them over to a nurse. So did yeah. you think, Andy, that that story were a little bit like Blue Planet? Do you know what I mean with like the takedown of Slatan and, um, and and stuff in it that you weren't expecting to see that was quite intensely horrible? Yeah, do you know? Did they give you that I, feeling? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know, you know that fella Ben Picks that does the animations for us. Yeah, now I don't think we'll get him to do that one. Well, all right, fair enough. I, I, I was I, slightly aware when I did it, but I didn't even know whether to tell the story. But well, you told it now. I might edit it out afterwards before I put it out. <laughs> Can we have a quick game of yes or no behind the door? Yeah, of course. Um, I want you to imagine that, not this door, not the studio, door. there's an imaginary door next to it. All right, right I'll, I'm imagining it. Behind, yeah. This is behind that door, because yeah. you can see there's a bit of glass in this door. It's clear yeah. these things aren't behind that door, behind the imaginary door next to it. Number one, James Corden, right? And he's, doing, he's tattooing a James Corden lookalike, and right. that almost could be an identical twin. And he's putting a tattoo on his tit. Right. Of James Corden. Yeah. Would Does he go- just have the one tit, James? Just on one of his tits. Oh, the other tits one. bare. All right. Blank okay. at the minute. It's just a blank canvas, yeah. We could come back to that next okay. week, though. So would you go through the door to watch that happening? No, I don't want to breathe the same air as James Corden. Thank you. Right, OK, fair enough. Second one, uh, go through the door and owls. The room is yes. full of dangerously full of owls. Right. Would you go through into that? Wow. <sighs> The key word here is dangerously full. I'm going to decline, Andy. I'm really drawn to owls, but yeah. I have held an owl. Today? And, um, no, in the past three years. I only right. remember things for a period of three years. So right. it was within the past three years, and I was I was absolutely astonished by how sharp the talons are. So no, out of fear, I'm not going to go through. Was it... Did you not have it on a bit of leather or no, something? No, I handled it bare. I handled it bare. You They're idiot. quite extraordinary. Why did you do that? Eh? Why did you do that? Because I thought that my children would laugh and love me. And you got ripped to shreds. I think I ripped to shreds, shreds. but they're very, very sharp. I imagine, So, no thanks. No to that. Number three. Akabilk, a shit-faced and he's took his top off. Yes, I'll go in there, thanks. One out of three again. Very good, thank you. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. Hey, hey, Lenny Biscuits here. Yeah, listen, I was in B&Q the other day. I went to the back where they keep the radiators. I got the longest, biggest radiator, put it on me back, and I staggered all the way to the exit. Went past the paints, past the wallpaper, past the taps, past the Christmas stuff. And I got all the way to the door. The security fellow was staring at us, thinking, What's going on here? He's walking out with a radiator on his back! No. Just as I got to the threshold, I shook me head, my cap come off, and underneath me cap was 500 quid in rolled-up £10 notes. Now, the radiator cost 280 And I said to him, I what I did and he took the 500 quid and we were all happy now listen to this one I've been in for a vasectomy alright the other day I laid down on the table and the doctor is called Dr Contractor right he does the vasectomies in Sunderland he injected us in me sack with the anaesthetic and he was just about to get his laser gun out and do the business. I panicked. Panicked! I jumped up and I ran out of there with trousers around my ankles. He could have snipped it. Or he did it. you shits. Lenny Biscuits there. <coughs> Lenny, Lenny Biscuits popped in to see us there for a minute. That was nice, wasn't it? That was nice, wasn't it? Wife's questions, Andrew. Oh, okay, then go on. Andrew, says the wife, would you say your bungalow or fungalow yep. is a groovy and chic place to be seen or an environmental health black spot? Which one of them? I would say be? a bit of both. 
little a bit little of bit of both, and I don't see why those two need to be mutually exclusive. It well, can be both, point and taken. it is. Parts of it are chic. Yeah, parts, parts of, of it, it need condemning. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Andy, says the wife, you seem and sound pretty thick and moronic. Did you pack in school after nursery? <laughs> no. No, I, you I progressed on. through to the 11 plus. Yeah? Oh, did passed, you pass the 11 plus? Passed the 11 plus yeah. and entered the world of chimney sweeping shortly afterwards. <coughs> You've caught my cough from episode 50. Oh, honestly, I feel terrible, man. Andy, says the wife, yeah. for your Christmas dinner, do you shape your luncheon meat block like a turkey or just plonk it straight onto a paint tin lid before serving? Um, I'd just have it like on... I just jam a sword into it, yeah, and just gnaw, just gnaw on it, yeah, sort but, of raw from the from the sword end. Yeah, I don't think I don't think raw is correct for luncheon meat, is it? You don't cook it, do you? Do you not? It's already cooked, isn't it? Well, you can cook it, you can fry it, can't you? Oh, I like it. Cooks a very good pocket meat luncheon meat. Yeah, oh, it really is corned beef and all. Do they sell it in booths? Booths probably don't sell luncheon meat because well, it's that's why they're for sale, isn't it? <laughs> Hey, I've seen the alderman, you know, Andrew. Oh, hi. You want to hear about it? That was a comfortable segue. Well, smooth. I mean, in the light of that Zlatan nonsense, I'm a little bit wary of my stories because, you know, it's getting a bit 18 certificate. Is this going to... Our anus is going to feature heavily in this one as well? No, no, not that, not that, not that. Although there is a South African coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he emailed me, and he asked me to go up to Stockton for a charity auction. He's always doing that, you yeah. know. He was raising money for the daft kids. It was mainly, he was trying to buy something like, like a soft maze. Right. Like a safe, I don't understand it, Andy, a safe maze, so they could wander about in, right, and safely practice their spitting, you yeah. know. Um, so I think, well, it must be something that's needed. And it was at this posh hotel in Eaglescliff, uh, like a big old sort of manor That's a contradiction house. in terms. No, Eaglescliff's quite nice, Andy's. Is it? Yeah. I've been and through the train station and I wouldn't get is off. Is that where... I wouldn't get off. Well, well you, might, you might be missing out there. It's a nice nice neck of the woods. It's like... And it's an old manor house. It's called the Green Man, so-called, because, reputedly, it was um, haunted by a ghost or something. It's right. better use a specialist one. Is knackers. This ghost is knackered, it's really sag, like about a foot and a half. Oh. About a foot and a half. And he could he could swing them round, apparently. Like, you know, like a Chinese weapon. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a... But, so I get there, sundown, about 7pm. Alderman's minibus is there, parked up, town clocks, Jags there, Biffy Claro's camper van. So once I'm inside, I get in there, think I'm going to see everyone, and I can't see anyone at all. Ring the bell at reception, no one comes. Yeah. Right, so I I hear a little noise down the corridor, it's like talking just off reception. So I walk down there, and I come to the door, and I could hear like low voices, chit chat, chittle chat, you know. So I knocked, no response. Yeah. So I just politely and slowly opened the door, and there was no one in there. Someone just left the radio on, right? Shit. That's all it was. So I turned it off. And in the silence, I could hear, like, sort of footsteps on the ceiling above me. Right. Well, it sounded, footsteps or something being moved. So I went up the rear staircase and walked along the hall to the room I thought was above the radio room, right? Uh-huh. Are you OK if I call that the radio room, Andy? I'm not entirely comfortable with but it, but that's all right. Yeah, I, I can, it's what I, I can adapt was, to it. And I knocked on the door. No reply again, so again, politely, I slowly... Um, 
walking and I saw a wardrobe door just closing and cornering my eye. I think someone's having a laugh at you, probably Biffy or whatever. But So I walk over and open the wardrobe door. Nothing in there. I look down, though. The only thing in there is a scotch egg and Ooh. next to it a dish of hot sauce. <laughs> so that's that's nice, isn't it, Andy, to, thing to in, see in the intriguing. bottom of the wardrobe. Yeah. Um, Tantalising. Then the radio goes back on in the radio, radio room. room. Yeah. But it's louder this time, so I run back down the stairs. But someone, Andy, definitely, because it wasn't there on the way up, someone has put a, a slippy magazine you know, magazines can be is, really is that, slippy. Is that a, a euphemism for a dirty magazine? No, you know, like just it could be okay, although, you know, they're very slippy. Oh, not like Bongo st- Mag or no, no, Rhythm no, Magazine. No, that's you. That's coming to your mind. I mind thought it out. might have been one of them colloquialism. So Sorry. I go arse over knockers straight down the bottom. Slippy magazine. Yeah. Right. Next thing I know, I open my eyes and staring down at me, leering above me, it's the town right. clerk. He puts his mouth to my ear and he whispers, about time you took a fall, Robert. Then I feel this scratching, like scratching on my bare chest. Yeah, bare chest. I look down, it's Biffy Clyro, (laughs) and he's drawn the words failure and yurt, right? And he's doing a sketch of a lorry approaching Walsall. On right. my chest, right? I'm just, I soon notice I'm just how, in the how, how did underpants. The, how, did, how did that manifest itself? How did you say that the lorry it, was approaching? Oh, he's, 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 put, he's a clever bloke, Biffy. It was, it was, it had the, was it a map? It, no, it had the town sign. Was, ah, uh, the lorry was coming And the lorry the was approaching sign. it. Good. It tells a lovely story, just yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, kind of like a Rolf, ha- no. What, what's happening? I, 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 I think to myself, I, th- I think I fell down some stairs. Yes, you did. And sadly, so did your fat friend, says the town clerk. I turn my head and I see that in the twin bed next to me is the alderman, right? Biffy's drawn a helicopter on his chest approaching Peterborough. Fucking hell. Yeah, and he's been stripped down to his underpants as well. The alderman sees me. Robert, is that you, Robert? I fell down the stairs, Robert. I can hardly move, Robert. Clark says, looks like I'll have to present the auction and pose for the photographs. It's such a shame. He don't mean that, does he, Andy? He's nah. been sarcastic, isn't he? Yeah, very much so. He definitely yeah. is. And he picks up our clothes and he leaves the room with Biffy, right? So the Holderman says, what a bastard that Terry is, Robert. He's a rum cove, Robert. Brimming with shit, Robert. <laughs> We've got to stop him, Robert. Well, I get out of bed, but my knee nearly buckles. It's really painful, so I can only right. like hop over to his bed. Yeah. Um, Andrew, can I stop at this t- at this point? Why do you need to stop, Bob? I was just wondering, anything you think's going to happen? What are you sensing? Anything from the story? Or um, there's there's a lot of clues that I think you've laid. Yeah. But at the minute, they don't make a lot of sense. It's a bit like one of them questions on three, two, one. Okay. Well, it sounds like, to up to now, the story sounds like utter gibberish. Are you focusing, is your mind something scratching away at the back of your mind about that hot sauce? No. No? Okay. Radio room. I thought Radio you'd, you'd room. flagged that up. Okay, well, Quite. let's find out. Okay, carry on. So, Alderman says, it's my left hip that hurts, Robert. Robert. Massage it, Robert. Use deep, aggressive strokes, Robert, <laughs> as if tenderising a haunch of mutton. So I start working on his hip, long, like, hard strokes. That So I go under his belly flap, right, mm-hmm. then round to his hip bone, just under, just slightly under the waist of his undies. Right? Yeah. Come on, Robert, you need to get lower, Robert. Take me undies off so they are not a factor, Robert. <laughs> so I hop round to the end of the bed and I pull his undies off and throw them out of the window for the cats, yeah? Shit. As I do this, 
his sack is like unleashed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And his balls drop down to like just his knees, basically. Right. To his knees. And he can Are the balls big? They're. Um, I'm trying to paint a picture here in my imagination. I, obviously, I know there's a lot of hang. Yeah. But I'd like to know are they engorged? Um, a couple of eggs. Who? A couple of eggs. A couple of eggs. Yeah. So standard yeah. testicles, but just in a very loose. Look right down by his baggage. Knees, yeah. Right. You can see I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, you, you would be, wouldn't you, Andrew? Um, don't panic because of me long sack, Robert. <laughs> They got caught in a slit on a trampoline when I was off me tits on spice in Malaga, Robert. <laughs> so that's out of the blue, isn't it? I wasn't expecting that. So he's obviously they've gone through the slit. He's jumped. Yeah. Anyways, up. I keep working on his hip and it seems to work. And the alderman is able to get up and walk. A bit of a limp like Andy, obviously, uh-huh. with his, his hip. Look, Robert. Biffy has left his marker pens. Cully me in so I don't look <laughs> naked, Robert. So it's not a bad idea, because they've took his clothes. So I could paint his flesh with the marker pen. He won't allow me to colour in his, his, you know, downstairs. Says it would be inappropriate. So he just holds them in his hands in front of him, you know, to keep them safe from his knees. So we make our way down to the radio room where we can hear Biffy and the town clerk um, laughing and giggling and that, you know. Well, the alderman bursts in, bollocks in his hand, and they scream in horror. The vicar was there as well. He faints, right? And Biffy and the town clerk run out of the room with the clerk shouting, it's the green man and his terrifying knackers. <laughs> and you know, Andy, it's right, it must have looked like him because I had used green marker pens. Right. And, of course, he's reputed to, to, to haunt the... The play is the green man. The green man. So they Yeah, that's what they've thought. Shit. So we laugh and have a cheeky hug, you know, because yeah. we're so chuffed. Um, and when we hug, I can feel his balls actually on my thighs. And you know, Andy, I could swear that they're rotating internally at quite a <gasps> wow. fast speed. So we clean up with Belinda wipes, get dressed. The auction's a great success. But next day, the local paper is full of pictures of the town clerk retelling the story of his encounter with the green man. So, you know, he got what he wanted, really, the town clerk, is the truth of it. Yeah. He's got his face and all the newspapers. He's very devious, isn't he? Yeah. Did you think that that story was a little bit like The Mask, you know, with Jim Carrey, that film? Not really. It felt a little bit like an episode of Inside Number Nine. All right. Or a yeah. little bit funnier. A little than bit. The average one. Well, all right. But, um, it was all right, I suppose. <laughs> Bob, um, I'm afraid to... Um, I have to tell you this, but I've been in the recording studio and I've done a oh, lot of songs. No, but is it Sex Robots? Because that programme was not, on last night. Well, I thought I preempted that, didn't I? It's not. It's it's a, a gift-buying guide in musical form, and I'll just play that for you now. A cliff-cutting voucher for your nearest Disco dancing lessons with the local chocolate. A £40 jambon, this is Budden Star. And anything to do with beards. Don't give shitty gifts this Christmas. A 3D sculpture of a unicorn. An inflatable emoji or some second-hand porn. Something for your toilet that belongs in a quarry. And anything that's described as funky. Don't give shitty gifts 
thumbs down for that Bob. well I'm going to I'm going to give it a middle thumb horizontal thumb because I did enjoy imagining what the what the item from the quarry could have been yeah and I always like the mention of a copper in a song very diplomatic um, did you like the sleigh bells as well yeah Quite I only really noticed them at the end yeah but I mean god it's like drones on doesn't it Andy yeah yeah that's my style TV review-wise, you know, I occasionally do it. You do? I watch Stranger Things. It's all right. It's all right. It's just all right. Is it Series 2 that's on now, I, I watch believe? Series 2, yeah. I just don't believe in the big medical institution or whatever is that's right. at the centre of it all. Okay. So, but it's up to you. Anything else? You've yeah, been The Sinner. TV? I watched The, the Sinner. Yep. Um, that's too much flashback. Flashbackery. Is it? And contrivance. So I'm right. giving that a no. Is it marks out a ten or is yes or no thumbs up thumbs down job? I'm go thumbs up thumbs down right, if well, I may. Yeah, I watched um, Godless, right on Netflix. I'll give our big thumbs up. A big thumbs oh, up. Is that series that. one that that's on? Series or one, thoroughly. Lots enjoyable. of episodes or just a few? I think there's eight. That's a decent amount. Just, and it was the smashing, smashing show. It looks great. Big thumbs up there. Big thumbs up. Yep. Um, HBO documentary on YouTube about Gypsy Rose Bouchard. Who's that then? I don't want to give too much away. You you need to watch this documentary right. fresh and innocent. Right. It's called Mommy's Dead and Dearest. It's the Gypsy Rose Bouchard story. Any hints as to who Gypsy Rose Bouchard? A singer, uh, honestly, an actress, you need to come a man, a woman, an animal? A 22-year-old, although that's... Who knows? Ah, you're already giving too much yeah, away. Yeah, because you forced me to, oh, I'm sorry. Thumbs up, though, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tin Star. Tin Star. I've heard of that Roth. one. Yeah. It's all right. It starts off very promising mm-hmm. and then turns to dog dirt. There's a lot of that about where I keep reading people on Twitter saying, oh, this is their best TV show ever. Yeah. And then it gets into like episode nine. They're like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. And I use that as a guide to not watch these things. Well, thumbs down, I'll tell you what, it's what it thumbs down. Well, I'll tell you what, the reason I'm giving this big up to Godless is because it takes that trajectory, you know, like up, up, up. It gets better and better and better. And have you got to, to the end of the series? Extraordinary climax. Yeah, it's wonderful. Right. So there's no so, drop off like the nah, 10 star. No. Nah. Once again, these TV reviews, yeah. can I just implore you? Yeah. To possibly give me a heads up, and then we can have more of a conversational style about it. Yeah, okay, I know you. You are right, Andy. I've, I've, I've said this to you about eight or nine times now. <coughs> You're absolutely right, and, and you, you refuse to engage me. Well, on what this. am I going to start? There was one I was thinking of starting. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I will do, Andy. Let's not bore the viewers with that. Ding dong, landlord here. Sorry, renter, but I'm going to have to change the house name to Shit Farm. I think it's appropriate. Seem as though you live like pigs. Do you get it? Ding dong, landlord here. I'm cutting off the gas supply and you can change over to Calor Gas. Much easier for you to kill yourself when your arrears just get too much to handle. 
Ding dong, landlord here. Hi, renter. You kids are going to have to sleep under the old mattress in the garden this week. I need their room to store the neon lighting. I'm having a stored around my daughter's new indoor pool. <laughs> That's the landlord, Andy. That's the landlord. Now, we think the landlord might be the father of, of Barry, Barry yeah. Homeowner. Yeah. Does that add up for you, does it? Yeah, like father, like son, you know. Pair of twats. No, I, hey, that's a bit unfair on Barry. Barry's, Barry's a certain a, type, but he's he, not a bad man, is he's he? He's a bit of a victim, I think, of his father's excesses, do you reckon, under under the skin? Yeah, but I think deep down he's trying not to be his father, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see him... Is, tri- he, is he hurting? Deep he's, down, is he hurting? I think he's hurting. I think he's hurting. <laughs> Would you like... Have you any interest in a South Africa... I, I'm, I'm not fussed. Well, what do you, what would you prefer? I haven't had a chance to try my laugh out very much today. But oh, you can, sorry, man. You can, you can have a go. All right. Well, I was, oh, a, yeah. Yeah, I was a day off in South Africa, right? Yeah. And I wanted to go driving just by myself. You know, freedom of the open road, Andy. It feels beautiful. Go where I want, spirit of adventure, that yeah, kind of, yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But I've never driven on the right side of the road ever. So I asked the hotel to arrange for a cabbie who'd let me drive around for an hour or so so I can get in the groove, you know what I mean? So this chap turns up, he's got Honda Legend. That's quite a nice car, Andy. My my son's favourite car is the Honda. He likes the Honda. He he has an inexplicable obsession with Hondas at the minute. Well, this is a nice one. It was their executive car. Is it? It Don't make it anymore. I'll tell him this story then. So it's quite a nice car. We drive around for a bit and it's good fun. Chap's name's Kenneth. And I've I've never met an unpleasant Kenneth, have you, Andy? Hmm... The jury was out on one Kenneth that I used to work with. A oh, well, long I've never time met ago, him. But Always was... seemed all right to me. So, um, he's a nice fella, you know. So, I said, why don't you stay with me for the morning? I'll buy you a slap up lunch at Le Colombe, mm. right? Now, that is a nice plate, one of the top 50 in the world, Andy. Is it? Yeah. Seventh in the world on TripAdvisor. In the world? Yeah. Connast's second best restaurant in Africa. Right You're making a note of that. Yep. And uh, very famous, funnily enough, for using tiger's milk in its cooking. So Oh, I love a bit of tiger milk. Well, who knows? It's on the other side of, like, Table Mountain National Park, about a three-hour drive. So we right. get out of town. We're passing through this little township called Varati, something like Varati. Yeah. He tells me to pull into this little ramshackle garage so he can fill up. Okay. It's the same system as UK, so right. he fills up and I go into the shop to pay. Yeah. I get in there, known about it first, right? But few sales of groceries. Um, I like to have a look around, you know, I'm in a different country at the groceries. Bit inquisitive like that, are you? Yeah. And there's a freezer chest with ready meals in it. And I pick up one out of interest. It's got a handwritten label on it. It says meat curry. Looks kind of homemade, you know what I mean? Sounds a bit drab. Just then, Andy... This is where it all turns to shit, as it always seems to. There, bloke comes in from around the back. He's got, <laughs> he's got an axe in his hand. So aye fucking aye. hell! Here we go again. So he says, "Put that fucking meat curry back in the freezer, you fat cunt." <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, he's got an axe. So that's exactly what I do. You're gonna do as you told, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. So he says, "Now take your trousers." <laughs> off and put these ladies tights on <laughs> oh, I said come on mate life life doesn't have to be like this Jesus oh, man. he said don't give me the chit check you prick put this tiny cone shaped hat on <laughs> so I put the tights and this tiny little hat on and he says do a lady dance and shit in your tights 
Well, I'm just about to, I'm just about to drop some mud out when Kenneth comes in. Oh, thank God I say this. This bloke's trying to make me do a dump in me tights. Oh, well, the man turns his axe towards Kenneth. Kenneth shouts at me, Get back in the fucking Honda! <laughs> so I scarper out, and just as I'm getting back into the car, I hear a gunshot. Kenneth comes out with a gun in his hand. He seems really calm. Yeah. So, oh, thanks, Kenneth. Do you think maybe he would have killed me after as soon as I'd had a dump? Like yeah. He says, Yeah, definitely! He wanted your flesh to make more ready meals. Fucking gangbangers, you gotta love them! So, like I say, Andy, I never met an unpleasant Kenneth, and this one was even more than that. He was a hero he for was. me. He was, he was. And he drove me all the way back to the hotel, even though I'd shit in me tights. You know. <laughs> did, he make, did he let you sit in the front? No, I sat in the back. I did sit in yeah, the back. On, so. a, on, a, on a towel or something. So what did you think of that story? Hey, I think that's one that we might get animated. <laughs> But <laughs> like your, your vile Zlatan story that you told before. Good afternoon, my name's Dom Littlewood. And I'm here today to play fake or legit. My contestant this afternoon is entertainer and layabout, Mr Bob Mortimer. Good afternoon, Bob. Hello, Dom. And thanks for joining me on fake or legit. You're playing for charity, I believe, today, and your chosen charity is Cats with the Clap. That's right, yes, yes. Thank you, I believe there's a lot of that about these days because they don't use them little cat condoms enough, do they, dirty bastards? That's what they say, Dom, yeah. All right, here's how the game goes, Bob. I'm going to give you three items into your hand today, and I want you to examine them very carefully and tell me, are they fake or are they legit? Here we go with item number one. It's an emerald ring. An emerald ring. There you go. Yeah, it's right. from Turkey. Take a close look. Turkish emerald a ring. Turkish emerald ring. Put it on one of your fingers if you want to do that. Now, no, it if, won't fit, but uh, I can see it. Have yeah. a close look at it. Now, tell me, Bob, is it fake or legit? Well, I think it's legit. You think it's legit? Yeah, do you, I do. Yeah. You think it's legit? Congratulations, Bob Mortimer. It is legit. I found it on the floor of a toilet in a trade station in Istanbul and had it verified by the toilet attendant. It is legit. Well done. Thank you. Second item, Bob. It's a Russian Cossack's hat. Now, have a look. Have a feel of it. Give it a stroke. Maybe try it on. Mind your little Bjorn Bog band doesn't slip down there it's over your eyes when you put it on. Dumb. Very heavy hat. Put it on, looks a bit loose around your little tiny peanut head there, Bob. It is a bit loose, What yeah. do you reckon, Bob Mortimer? Is it fake or is it? Oh, I don't know. I think it's fake, Andy. I... Why do you think it's fake? Any particular reason? <coughs> or just a gut feeling? It's... <laughs> it's a gut feeling. It looks a bit like fake fur, like fun fur or something. Oh, interesting. Well, the fur is legit. But if you just take a look inside at the lining, yeah. somebody... Not me. Somebody has sewn the words King Cock into the lining in yellow thread. And that thereby renders it fake. Well, no, it doesn't really. No, it does, Bob. It's fake. It's got King Cock sewn in it. (laughs) It's fake. All right, Dom. Sorry, Dom. Fucking hell, Bob Mortimer. Your third and final item is a glass of Beaujolais Nouveau. 1989. Take a sip. Drink it in. Sniff it. 
sip it, whatever you want to do, Bob Mortimer. No, Analyse it with your mind. <coughs> I don't drink wine, uh, Don, but... <sighs> Is you fake? Um... Oh, go on, I'll say it's legit. It looks, looks, like, looks like nice red wine. You'd yeah. think that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Have a look at the bottle. Look yeah. at the ingredients. Yeah. 55% rat blood. Oh, right, I see, yeah. And I think you'll find that, given EU standards of wine, it's fake. Yeah, I see. Sorry, that, Bob. Man. You ain't won no prizes, Bob Mortimer, nah. and then poor cats are going to be suffering a little bit longer. Oh, But shit. thanks for playing along, and I hope you've learned something today. Even though you were terrible. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're done. welcome, Bob. You're welcome. Mary McOatley was 16 years old and thereby two years away from beginning in the service of the Laird. A carefree soul, she'd often wander the island and search her sights to lift her spirits. On one such adventure, she chanced across a hole under her foot. On investigation, she realised it was wide enough for her to enter, and on such realisation, there was nothing to hold her back. On luring herself into the hole, she lost her grip and fell some twenty feet onto a soft landing of straw and feathers. Oh, I can't do this, Andy. I just can't do this have you, anymore. Have you run out of steam? <laughs> do you want to save it for the next one? Oh, for next yeah. time? Yeah. Is there anything topical in there? Um, no, no, oh, bollocks no. to it. Eh? I can't. I will, I, we've done quite a long time. We've done we? nearly an hour. Oh well, there you go. There you go. Fuck it. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.